Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Yeah, you know, the good thing is, it's you know, he's got some experience, uh, you know, the last few weeks to play, and um, he's done a really, really good job for us defensively and then offensively as well, obviously. And, uh, you know, so it's not like we've kind of known this was going to happen. I mean, in a way, you could kind of see it coming, and then some of the tests and different things. And uh, so it's not like it was a shock to us. We've known for a while. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We're going to go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Trash Talk Thursday thus far. Talking NBA playoffs, talking about Razorback Baseball, taking on Vanderbilt tonight. Had Peyton Stovall on earlier in the show as well. Here in an hour, we'll probably, hopefully, have Tyler Spoon on as uh, we'll get his thoughts and opinions on the baseball team and Vanderbilt and going on the road and what he thinks about that matchup as well. And, of course, we want to continue to hear from you during this Trash Talk Thursday. 501-661-1037 is the number to call or text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. But uh, before we continue on, I know that Brenton Stuttgar, who's been patiently holding on the air, is with us now. So, uh, Brent, what's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm mission one. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, Brand. I can't believe that nickname hasn't uh, taken off just yet for, for some reason, but I appreciate it. Well, well, you know why it doesn't? Because they don't listen to the Locked On Razorbacks. <laughs> That, that's it. That's it. They need to start listening a little bit more, Brent. I feel you, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, they, they need to. Uh, but have you recorded today's already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it there earlier this morning, so it's there. Okay, because I didn't see it come up yet, but uh, I'll have to go home and watch it while I take my afternoon siesta. Nice, nice. Well, I appreciate it, man. Oh, I got... John, how many, you know, of the people that we've brought in from the transfer portal for basketball, uh, some of them had declared for the draft, do you have a good a guesstimate if any of them will stay in or or what? I mean, there's no really any way to know for sure, just because it's you know everybody's kind of different in what they're looking at. But uh, I think that the the biggest ones of L. Ellis and Trayvon Mark, those are the ones that are really looking at it. They didn't get an invite to the combine, but you know there's there's other opportunities and other things there. I would still think I would still be surprised if they didn't end up at Arkansas. But you know it, if they get the right great or if they hear from the right person or maybe they you know get the right money uh they they could absolutely move on and not even think twice about it so uh i and, I, I still think they come to arkansas though and my, i have one more question for you uh judging from how the football how coach Pittman and his, and his staff have attacked the portal would we be jumping to conclusions if we said that maybe quincy mcadoo's a little, a little more injured than we than we think from from his car accident. I mean, I don't ever want to speculate, but I, I know that it was very generic of when it came out of what happened as far as the injury that he was dealing with. But you know, I took it as if you remember back when they released it 
and the, and the statement. Nobody even knew what was going on. Like nobody even had like, oh, smoke. There's fire of a car accident. It was just the U of A put out a statement. And I've always felt like usually if they do something like that to get ahead of the story, it might be uh, something significant. But at least at this point in time, it seems like they still plan on him being a part of the team and playing this year. But you know, we, we again just don't really have a whole lot of details on that at this point in time of his, his recovery and his time frame. Well, I would. I, I was. I hated to jump to conclusions, but when you see we're taking, I mean, defensive back, we're taking three defensive backs out of the portal. Is that right? Uh, yeah, at least three. But I think that's also because they, Lord, they needed them, Brent. They needed a lot of help in the oh, secondary. Oh, no, couldn't you? Hey, no question, they needed the help in the secondary. It's no, uh, it's no. Uh, ju- I mean. I could have covered somebody in the secondary, and I walk on canes and ride in a wheelchair. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I just hope he, I just hope the young man's on the mend. And uh, appreciate your show, John. Got to go home and listen to the Locked On Razorback. All right, Brent. Well, I appreciate you listening in, man. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, because I guess yesterday with uh, Sam Pittman being on with uh, Randy Rainwater. Uh, he kind of provided a, at least a little bit of an update on Quincy McAdoo. Quincy's doing a lot better. Um, I believe he's going to be home uh, in Clarendon by Friday. Uh, got a lot of work to do. Uh, if anybody can get back to, on track at the right, uh, as fast as, you know, the good Lord let him, he's going to get that. He's improved so much. I'm so proud of him. And uh, he's, he's, he's going to get back ready to go at some point. So uh, pretty generic there to say he'll be back to ready at some point. But, you know, him going home and you know him going through the recovery process, uh, they're working through it. But as far as the timetable and everything, it's just um, that's not something they want to divulge or maybe something that they don't know for sure just yet as far as how long that he'll be out. As far as this roster also, when you think about the two positions that Quincy McAdoo played, receiver and cornerback, you can never have too many of those. As far as from a de- depth perspective, you can be loaded. You can have the, the roster loaded with receivers and DBs. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that Sam Pittman and, and the staff has, has understood that. Also, even D-linemen throw them into the mix. Because if you look at, I think, 18 players have been added from the transfer portal so far this offseason. And the majority of them are, are defensive guys. You know, you had an off, one offensive lineman. You had three wide receivers. And uh, I think a tie, one tight end or two tight ends. But then the rest of them are all, all defensive guys there, too. So... Um, it's you know as far as the the portal goes and the, and the DBs and everything. I was actually talking to some of the staffers yesterday for uh, at the Road Razorback show, and they were kind of saying the same thing about, hey, that, you know, hey, did you see that we got that big you know DB, DB from you know he's originally committed to Michigan State, but he was with TCU. It's like it's like oh yeah yeah, it seems like he was a great kid. It's like I you know I felt like they were already pretty good there at, at DB. You know it's like so, but if I guess if they add another one, it doesn't hurt. He's like. Did you watch us last year? You know how much help we need a DB? I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So, And there were a lot of injuries on top of that. So mm-hmm. a lot of injuries, and then uh, they just struggle playing all together. So whenever you're you're playing and you see that there's a struggle, you want to at least give somebody else a chance to see if maybe you could be better. That's right. That's right. Especially when you think about going up against some of these SEC teams. Uh, you know, there's a lot of dynamic offenses, and that's one thing that I've always – it's not rocket science or anything, but it's just true, where last season especially, every team that Arkansas played went into the game knowing, okay, this team's awful at pass defense, so let's go and exploit it. Like, everyone did that. And Arkansas just did not have the horses to combat that, and that was why not only did they lose quite a few games because of that, but – the games that they did win, they were so high scoring at times because it's just like you just had almost, and that's not a good recipe for success. You don't want to always just say, well, let's just pray that our offense is better than their offense because our defense is going to help us out in the pass game. You don't want that. Not to mention with a new defensive staff having new defensive coaches in there, everybody's being evaluated. So not only the players that were on the team last year that were still around, but if you're bringing in new players, everything's up for grabs as far as the positions and what's open for the starters, and uh, they're all just being evaluated right now. Yeah, in fact, Sam Pimmon even went into that with the transfers and you know what's the expectation for them and how they feel once they actually enter into the program efficiently. Well, I think you have to educate the team, and the team understands that we need starters, we need depth. Um, I think they understand that from a year ago. You know, we needed more depth. 
Obviously, we were in trouble in the secondary after we, we, we were banged up a little bit. Quarterback could have been another situation there. And so I think our, our team understands it's just, just about talking to them and trust. And I will say this, every guy that's in the portal, they have to come in and earn a spot on our football team. We've already got starters. We've got this. If they want to win a job, they've got to go beat somebody else. Tommy, I think it's the right mentality to have. And, you know, saying that, you know, these guys that are coming in, I don't think there's any guarantee of approaching them. I don't, again, I don't know what the recruiting process was like when talking about them, but uh, just saying, hey, uh, you know, you're coming in, you're going to start. It's not that thing. It's like there's other great players here that are already on the roster. You got other transfers that are coming in with you that are at the same position. It's going to be fighting for it. So, you know, you're not coming in just saying, oh, you're going to start. You got to come in and you got to earn it actually on the practice field and in those drills and in those scrimmages to show that you're the best player for that particular position as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the team is, is – this is when everything is coming together for them. We just got out of spring, and then fall camp is right around the corner. Got a few months here, and they're just trying to get the roster together and manage everything right now before games start here in just a little bit. So it'll be here before we know it. And that right now it seems like it may be far away, but – End of August, early September, that'll be here soon. Also, uh, he talked about K.J. Jefferson, which it's amazing. It's like try to find some sort of bad thing to be said about K.J. Jefferson. You can't find many of them, especially from the coaches. But uh, Pittman's been just very pleased with K.J. and how he's handled everything, especially with a new offense coordinator, new quarterback coach. K.J. Jefferson's, well, he's the heartbeat of our football team, um, maybe the heartbeat of the state of Arkansas. Uh, but... Uh, you know, I think we have the best quarterback in the SEC, and uh, you know, anytime you have that, you got a chance to win. And and uh, we've we've been able to put some pretty good pieces around him, I think. And I think we're going to be good on offense and and have a good physical football team. But KJ drives the you know he drives the bus, and uh, we're going to count on him to be special, and I'm sure he will. You know, it's amazing to think that KJ was once a quarterback to where the coaching staff thought that maybe they were going to have to get somebody else out of the transfer portal to come in after Felipe Franks. Uh, that, so whether it was uh, Kendall Bryles or, or Sam Pittman or whatever, there was something there that they're like, hey, we may need to, you need to go maybe a different direction or bring somebody else in. Now come full circle, here it is. He's arguably the best quarterback in the SEC entering into this football season. Uh, Sam Pittman's talking about the the he's the driver. He's the driver of the entire team. He's the heartbeat of the team too. And, and I think that you hear that a lot, and you want that from your quarterback. But somebody like KJ, man, it certainly seems like he's he's lived up to it. He's already proven that in the SEC in the past two years that he can compete and he can play against anybody and do whatever he needs to do. But also, uh, I think Pittman's also understanding that going into this year, uh, you know, he's he's going to be there. He's going to as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be there. He's going to be great. But uh, he can also really add to his game and, and be an even better quarterback this season, too. It's the experience. It's the consistency with K.J. Jefferson. You expect him to get better with Dan Enos now as the offensive coordinator, but you think about some of the changes that are on that offense at the receiver position, the offensive line. Now, Rocket Sanders is a steady in the backfield as the running back, but there are a lot of changes on that offense and on the team as a whole. So, of course, K.J. is going to be the driving force and be one of the uh, the players that's been there for a while, and he's the one that everybody like looks to. He's the leader. From the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, got this from the eight seven zero. It says, "How's the receiving core looking?" Well, I mean, I it's, know. yeah, it's 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 look. I mean, as good as you could see in practices and in spring and in scrimmages, but you got a lot of new faces there, and it certainly seems like they like the guys they got out of the portal. You got size. You definitely have that. Uh, you got the the Broden kid that. Came from Bowling Green, six seven. You got Andrew Armstrong for six six. Isaac Tesla is in there about six four six five. So you got plenty of size. Isaiah Centania, can't forget him. Bryce Stevens as well. Some experienced dudes too. So it's got a good upside. You just don't really know. You just don't really know uh, how that's how that's going to look or how that's going to play out. So, uh, but yeah, we're just going to have to wait till fall and actually getting out on the game to see how they're all fe- feeding together and feeling together when it comes to the offense in general with the wide receivers. Also, uh, a few things from our Asher Record Life and feedback, some stuff we talked about before. This NBA fan says, uh, part of Trash Talk Thursday, if there's anything that stands out for Kelvin Sampson, it's that he definitely learned how to take plenty of phone calls while he was at Indiana, especially the illegal ones. <laughs> so, yep, that's true. That's true. Won't have to worry about that if he's in the NBA. Yeah. And, and that, in fact, uh, you know what? Yeah, in Oklahoma, he had high-level success. And then Indiana, uh, was it Eric Gordon that went to Indiana when he was there? 
Is that who I'm thinking of? Is like star player that ended up Arkansas ended up beating them in the NCAA tournament in 08. I think that was his name. Maybe I could be wrong, but yeah, Eric Gordon was at Indiana. Okay, not sure if if it was lined up, but it it seems like the timeline would be right on that. Yeah, he was a he was a really good player. So he got a lot of talent, and obviously with Houston, what he's brought him to, uh, he's done it that way too. So in the NBA, he already has the talent. If he stepped into the Bucks uh, job and ended up getting it that way too. Uh, also from the nine oh one first Arkansas Bank Trust text line says. Payne Stovall is a totally class act. Hoping his surgery goes well and he is back stronger than ever next year. Great young man. No, that's Payton's awesome. Like I said, he he's a guy that's been very open and, and honest about a lot of things when we ask him. And uh, when it comes to coming on our show, uh, he's always very, except for this week, because now we know why, but he's always been, hey, if I can't come on, can I do this time? If I can't do this time, can we do it later in the week? Like He's, he's always really wanting to come on and, and really always enjoying being able to come on here, too. So we appreciate that part, and it just shows how, yeah, he's a great player and, uh, and everything, but he's also just a great guy that you know has commitments and follows through with them and wants to make sure that he's you know not letting anybody down there too. So. If anything ever changes with him, he's very straightforward and and lets you know what's going on and uh, getting something rescheduled. It's not as if we call him and there's no kind mm-hmm. of response or we text him and there's no response. He always is there and uh, you know if he has to change it sometimes then then, you know, that's what it is. The schedule has to change at times. And it's appreciated for sure. Also from the 479, when we were talking about the situation with Caleb Love wanting to go to Michigan, but uh, entered back into the portal, uh, 479 says same thing happened last year with Michigan and Terrence Shannon when he tried to transfer to uh, over to them as well. So I guess I I mean, it's, I may have to look it up. But I guess it's just that is it that difficult to get into Michigan? I, I, I guess I know it's a high-level school. Don't get me wrong. I know it's a tough one, but – to think about just how gifted they are athletically and with football and in basketball and the history that they have. Even baseball recently has had some success. I'm not saying it should be easy to get in, but I feel like they're the only major school that I've seen problems like this arising where a big-time transfer can't get there because of the academic reasons. Oh, yeah. Michigan does have high academic standards, um, and, and many schools around the Big Ten do. So um, it is amazing. Um, it is amazing that when you think about some of the schools that do have those high academic standards, you don't necessarily tie those to athletics all the time to say that they're good and something, you know, like when you think about Stanford, Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. some of the really high academic, academically standard schools. But, yeah, Michigan is, is there. They're up there when it comes to academic standards. Yeah, it's, I think it's them. Of course, Northwestern is very high end there, too, in the Big Ten, and, and uh, Purdue is really high end. Yeah, so it's... It's almost like it's they're not to the level of the Ivy League as a conference when it comes to academics, but they're right there. Ivy know? League of the Midwest. Yeah, I mean it. It makes sense. It makes sense as to where they're at too. So, uh, but you know, it, it's they've had other transfers come in and they've had recruits come in. They still do just fine in football. I mean, for sure. And basketball. You know, this past year wasn't the the best for them, but. They've still found success there, too. So whatever they're doing is not keeping them from being competitive in athletics is the point. Like, it may be difficult to get in, but they're still having success there on the field and on the court as well. And uh, also, okay, I guess we already read that one. So, yeah, but uh, I, I think that with the way that the transfer portal has been going on and, and players and how they're handling it, because I even, again, talked to uh, some people yesterday with the with the Razorback event and everything. They say it's it's become such a... A wild thing to look at all these players and you know the coaches having to talk to them and, and, and go through all the different stuff when it comes to you know getting guys that they want, but also you know with the NIL situations and everything, it's a difficult thing to do. But you know it's it's needed and it's necessary here in the world of sports, especially uh, as we know the SEC is kind of kind of taking it on. But I feel like Joe, at the end of the day, you're going to have the SEC and you're going to have the Big Ten. And then you're going to have whatever is left becoming some sort of conference or something like that. Because you've already heard about like some of these reports about the ACC. We know the Pac-12 has struggled with their, you know, deals when it comes to the broadcasting stuff. And the Big 12 is kind of there too. And I think they'll be fine. But uh, it just seems like the more and more as time goes on, people are just going to be putting together these super conferences, and there's going to be less Power Five. It may just be the Power Three after that too. That's kind of what we've envisioned here over the last few years, but. These conferences aren't going to go away. They're going to try to do everything they can to hold on to some of these teams, and that's why you see the ACC in talks of giving a bigger share to some of the top teams in the conference to make sure that they want to stick around. 
Joseph says on Twitter, too, he says, do you think the SEC is so dominant because their schools have a lower academic standard than some of the other conferences? (laughs) Uh, Uh, There could be something to that. Doesn't hurt. uh, Yeah. (laughs) You you would hate to think of it in that sense, but that is kind of the stigma that's out there. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not... Because here's the thing, like imagine if every single university had the same academic standards that were unbelievable. Like you couldn't, you couldn't get enough people in. Like you couldn't have enough people attending. Now it's not to say that if you go to an SEC school, then it's just like you're, you're dumb. But let's be honest, there's a difference between graduating with a degree from the University of Arkansas, like me, and then there's a difference between graduating from the University of Harvard. Like there's just a difference, and people are going to look at it differently. So it's okay though. Uh, you, you know, you find ways to still make it work, and you get a degree. Still get your college education. You can still find success in that, no matter where it ends up being from. So, so you gave you as the example for Arkansas. Who's the example for Harvard? I guess that is a good question. I don't know. You'll you'll know anyone that graduated I, from Harvard. I have not run into anybody here recently <laughs> that has uh, graduated from Harvard. And if they did, I questioned them. I'm like, Are you sure you did? Are you sure you graduated from Harvard? I I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure that there's people out there. There's probably people listening right now that probably have a Harvard degree or. Yale or something like that, but I don't know anyone personally. There no. are universities, though, the certain programs, certain degrees, they have top-level degrees, and they have really good programs, like the engineering program at the U of A. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best. Oh, yeah. Walton College of Business is up there, because, uh, you know, Walton's a big deal. They, they got great schools there. The, the number one, though, up there is the agriculture, you know, with the, the Tyson connections and poultry science, like... So, yeah, exactly. It may not be everything, but there are schools that are really good at other things, too. And, uh, you know, their degree goes a long way. But, anyways, that's your uh, education on the educational system of the higher education there here on Out of Bounds. Glad we could, glad we could clear that up. But uh, we got more Trash Talk Thursday coming up next here on Out of Bounds. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned, folks. For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Sports Center. Last night in the NBA, the Miami Heat took Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals, beating the Boston Celtics 123-116. to Jimmy Butler had 35 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, and 6 steals in the win. Miami trailed at half but scored a franchise playoff record, 46 points in the third. The Heat have opened all three of their playoff series with road victories. For Boston, Jason Tatum had 30 points but did not take a single shot in the fourth quarter. Game 2 will be tomorrow. And tonight in the NBA, Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals between the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers is set to tip at 7.30. The Nuggets hold a 1-0 lead in the series. The Lakers got off to a slow start in Game 1, eventually changing defensive strategies and closing the gap to 3 at one point. Coverage of Game 2 can be seen on ESPN. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. When you vacation in Arkansas, go from outdoor adventures to celebrated southern cuisine in just a few miles or a few minutes. Enjoy kayaking, fishing, and water sports on the largest oxbow lake in North America at Lake Chico State Park in Lake Village. Then when you're hungry, head down the road to Rhoda's famous hot tamales for legendary Delta soul food. Near it all, but far away. Escape to your natural state. Plan your trip today at Arkansas.com. Old Crow Medicine Show, live in concert. I'm worried if I hit the curb and die. Ain't no bird looking for bombs away, bombs away. Paint this town tour. So rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Friday, May 26th at Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. This drum. 
and pick up their new album, Paint This Town, out now. Old Crow Medicine Show. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Office rental, storage rentals, container sales, mobile container solutions has you covered. Call today and they'll get one on the way. 501-541-2600. That's 501-541-2600 for mobile container solutions. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Store right here in Sherwood. Well today I want to talk to you about why I would like for you to consider Fletcher Dodge when you need a new or a pre-owned vehicle. You know, shopping for an automobile makes most people uncomfortable. It can be a stressful experience, but we want to take away the stress and give you a pleasant buying experience with confidence in what you hear and you see. Folks, our business depends on you returning to us over and over again over the years. We've been here in Sherwood for over 25 years, and many of you have bought five, six, or seven vehicles from us. Most of our sales staff has been here a long time. As you know, all of our pre-owned vehicles have the prices right on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see, and our new cars have Frank Fletcher's green tag showing all of our specials. So folks, please come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood, or you can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com and give us a chance to serve you. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer presents Movie Trivia with Morning Mayhem. Listen every Wednesday morning for your chance to play and win. Morning Mayhem Movie Trivia, every Wednesday, brought to you by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer on 103.7 The Buzz. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Pitch to Slavens, hit high in the air, deep to right center. That ball's going to go out of here. A two-run homer for Brady Slavens. And the Hogs are back on top on his sixth of the year. On 103.7 The Buzz. Great time to get to Twin Peaks for a happy hour, 2 to 7, later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online curbside or to go, courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour, apps for 2 4 and $6. Come by Twin Peaks tomorrow for happy hour. Out of Bounds is going to be there, so stop by and say hi between 1 and 4 at Twin Peaks tomorrow. Uh, sports action, it's all there at Twin Peaks. Wall-to-wall TVs, and you can check out all the sports action inside and out. There's plenty of seating. NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, USFL, college baseball, MLB, combat sports, boxing, MMA. There's uh, big-time boxing going on Saturday. You have Devin Haney taking on Vasily Lomachenko. That's going to be Saturday night. The undercard is at 7. Main card starts at 9. And also Saturday, it's World Whiskey Day. So get some of the top whiskeys at Twin Peaks. Celebrate World Whiskey Day at Twin Peaks. But mostly, come by tomorrow. Get your weekend started there at Twin Peaks. It's Twin Peaks. Eats, drink, scenic views. And Twin Peaks also, they are 100 lodges strong across the U.S. and Mexico. So in case you're not here in your home area, you can find a Twin Peaks anywhere. Yeah, it sounds like if you uh, don't have a Twin Peaks around you, that's a you problem. You need to move closer to a Twin Peaks if uh, you can't find one around you. But looking forward to being out there tomorrow. It's always a great time. And know that uh, with all the sporting events that go on, it's incredible. You always hear about, oh, different places you can go where there's TVs. And, oh, uh, you know, they'll have the game on. It's like, well, you know, you go to Twin Peaks, it's like they got all the TVs and all the games and all the uh, everything, even stuff that uh, I forget what it's called, but that thing that they have for the kids, like that kids normally watch. It's like just this ongoing of just like TikTok clips the entire time. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I forgot yeah. what that's called, but yeah, they. So it's like if you have kids that don't like sports, okay, like, hey, just 
Look up there and watch, you know, people do, like, stunts off of a roof. Funny, crazy videos. And not only is that for the kids, like, if you watch it for a few minutes, you're going to be stuck on it. You won't be able to get away from it. If you've had a few too many, too, you might be looking at it and be like, I could do that, but don't do that at home. You know, don't try those types of things. But, yeah, it's a good time, though. It's a good time. So we look forward to being out there tomorrow to check it all out. And, uh, again, it's a Trash Talk Thursday, folks. You want in on a conversation, 501-661-1037, as well as the Asher Wrecker Live Fan Feedback. For me on Twitter, at Buzz John Neighbors. Did you get any of the sushi? Did you get a chance to take out? Yes. Yeah, that was really good. Rock and roll sushi. So, it's uh, so much food, man. Um, (laughs) We're going to be able to to eat good for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it's like sushi is one of those things to where... I've always liked it. Like, I, I don't mind eating sushi, but it's always one of those things. It's like, okay, I have to be into the mood. But uh, when I got a chance to check out the rock and roll sushi there, and it's like, okay, well, I was in the mood apparently as soon as I hit it because was, it was incredible. Like, it's awesome. And so we appreciate them uh, bringing it all out. I know they were on the zone, but uh, brought plenty for everybody here, yes. too. So we, uh, we appreciate that. And I'll admit, I have not been there just yet. I have not been to rock and roll sushi uh, I've heard really good things, but I guess we're going to have to make a trip over there after trying some of that. So. Shout out to Chris Alley for coming in today. Yes, yes, absolutely. We appreciate it, Chris. Absolutely appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Okay, so, you know, we talk about a little bit of the PGA Championship. Bryson DeChambeau is now leading. How about that? The guy over there is, uh, we, we know about all the stuff that's happened with him, and we know uh, about... Uh, you know some of the guys that'll be into the mix and the odds-on favorites to win it and whatnot. And it's still really early, of course. It's the first day and still got a few rounds. But uh, DeChambeau and Keegan Bradley both at the top of the leaderboard, both through 15 and both four under. So uh, having a having a great uh, performance so far there from uh, DeChambeau and Bradley. So Keegan yeah. Bradley is one of those guys. He plays really steady. Now, if you see him at the top of the leaderboard early in a tournament maybe he's so steady that other players are able to bypass him at times. So it, it's, it, it is something that is a, a familiar spot when you see him leading early in a tournament. You don't necessarily expect to see him there at the top of the leaderboard to finish the tournament, but he is a really steady player. Is John Rom still the number one? Yes. Waiter? Yeah. And so okay. there's uh, always a camera dedicated to him. Yeah. Whenever he's playing, he's been on camera quite a bit today. Yeah. I didn't know where, uh, you know, as far as when the rankings go, where DeChambeau is ranked among, like, the world leaders and whatnot, because you always hear that. But uh, I guess I can just uh, look it up here. Well, he's not getting the world rankings like he once did because he's on live and they uh-huh. don't accrue the points like you do on the PGA Tour. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler's at number two, and then Rory's number three. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is at four, and then Xander is at number five. So, okay. Well, I always wonder, so how do they compile those? Like, I've always been curious about it. They just, like, take in the, the averages and points and stuff at the, like, the acceptable tournaments and, and rankings. They're like, all right, so this is how we figure it out. Is that kind of how it goes? The winner, of course, there's a lot of weight that goes to that, but top five, top ten finishes, it, it all um, will work out well for you if you finish high. In each tournament, you know, you're picking up so many points. Well, uh, John Rahm's uh, done all right because he's played in 46 events and he's made $15 million. So uh, I think that uh, the number one ranking is nice, but I think that $15 million is uh, even nicer for him. You too. can make quite a jump also by winning. You can be, let's say, outside the top 25, but you win a tournament. That's going to boost you in the rankings quite a bit. Also, uh, first starts of interest text line from the 479 says the channel is called uh, Crave when we're thinking of yes. the Twin Peaks. So. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. Because I've always wondered about that. And, like, you know, you don't see it anywhere else, but I've seen that Twin Peaks every time we've gone. And I'm like, that's a great idea. You know, to have something for if sports ain't the thing, just say, watch this stuff and these quick clips because you'll get a kick out of it no matter what. But, yeah, thank you for that. So it's called Crave. I have to check that out. Uh, but, yeah, so far, not, not really anything uh, too dramatic. And, uh, what's been going on with the the PGA Championship there? It's in Rochester, New York. Uh, it was fun going to Tulsa for the PGA Championship last year, and I guess that's where they just had their live event, right? It was in Tulsa at that same golf yes. course this past weekend too. So uh, you know, I've got to actually. That's right because I had a friend of mine that went up there, and you know, he went up to Stillwater for graduation, and then kind of came back for Tulsa to check out the uh, the live golf tournament. I need to talk to him and see how it was and see how it. If it was like really different, like was it a different vibe, or was it still just at the end of the day another golf course just with a different name with LIV instead of the PGA? 
it's a good trip to make, and it's all in that same area. So it was good that he was able to tie it all in together. The one thing you think about, of course, Oklahoma, a lot like Arkansas, it's really hot maybe this time of year. And so when they have some of those tournaments at Tulsa, that's where you kind of tie it into to think about how hot it is for the most part. But maybe because of uh, the timing of it when it was, it may not have been so hot last week. That That's something that's forever changing with the I know. Because last, last year when I went, and again, I know it's around the same time as when the PGA Championship is held. Uh, but when I went, the day, I only went on the Saturday, I guess. I didn't go the whole time. But on Saturday, it was cold and rainy and windy. Like, it was horrible conditions. I think the high was like 58, and it ended up getting down to the lower 50s. And like I said, the rain and the wind coming in made it even worse. I was like, this is miserable. But kind of the same thing is with Oklahoma and Arkansas. You just never know what the weather is going to be at those events. And you're still going to have to play through it, unless it's you know lightning and all that. But still, they still went out there, still found a way to play through it. And I think Justin Thomas ended up winning the PGA Championship last year. So, yeah, that's uh, that's something you just can't really plan on, and you have to just hope that the, the conditions are it. I would wonder if, like, the professional golfers, uh, I assume they'd probably rather play into, like, the, the cold and, and like, maybe uh, overcast, rainy-type conditions over the excruciatingly hot conditions, right? They just don't want wind, though. So if they can avoid wind, and then I think whatever conditions they're in, they're they're fine. But when you're talking about the wind being a factor in how you hit the ball and uh, certain things about the course, that's what they want to be able to stay away from. Mm -hmm. Because I know that they have to wear pants, of course. You can't do the shorts thing uh, there at 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 those level of things. You can if you play at live. Oh yeah, that's right. You can play it. So I see that. Hey, listen, that alone may be why people start going over there, so they didn't have to worry about wearing pants anymore. They can go to the shorts deal, which I get. Like you know the, the traditions and all that stuff. But I always laugh at any time I've played like a golf scramble or something like that. Uh, when I see somebody, if it's like hot outside, like we're not talking about oh just like overcast. I'm talking about if it's like upper 80s, 90s, or out there, and everyone's you know excruciatingly hot. But there's always some guy out there like looks like he's ready for the PGA in his pants. And I'm like, man. Listen, you don't have to wear your pants. Like you can, you can wear shorts. It is totally fine. But I, I don't know. I just feel like, man, that'd be so uncomfortable. Which they probably have some pants and golf pants, especially that help out with that. But man, I just feel like that'd be so much more uh, uncomfortable than what it would be wearing shorts out there with the caddies. All wear shorts now. If there was somebody on the PGA Tour, let's say at the height of Tiger Woods, if he said, and golf is such a traditional game, and he's somebody that's about the history of golf. But if he said, hey, we, we need to make some changes here. What do you guys think about wearing some shorts? They would have definitely listened to Tiger Woods. Not to say that they would have made the, the change, but they would have listened to the input for sure. See, and maybe that's what it just is going to have to take to get some, uh, some of those rules changed, is get the, the high-end guys. I know John Daly has been one of those that – I can't remember if it was – I think it was all the pants and shorts thing, but I also think that he was big on, you know, if uh, carts. Like if you're somebody who's – you know, got some sort of injury or whatnot. It should be, I know they've done it before, but a little bit more leeway for people that, uh, you know, maybe nursing something or, you know, something that's nagging them. And if it's confirmed through a doctor and everything like that, then they should be able to, to ride a cart around instead of walking the course for four straight days on 18 straight holes each day. It's a day. bit of an advantage there. So you have mm-hmm. to get a waiver to make sure that that happens. And that's something that's rare. Casey Martin got it, of course, years ago, but uh, it took a lot to make that go through for him to be able to get that waiver. Which I totally understand. Like, you, you it is an advantage, because there's no doubt that, you know, there's a reason why if you go to, you know, over here to Rebsman, they got carts, and when you see people out there, most of them are riding in the cart. And then there's some people out there that like to do the walking. That's great, but do that four straight days. See how that goes. I guarantee it's not going to be as easy as what you think. So, either way, we got more Trash Talk Thursday, but we also got your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Get to hear from Dave Van Horn as well as uh, some updates with Sam Pittman and the football team. And we'll keep it moving on a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us.
Hey folks, Wild Bill with Motorsports Authority right here in beautiful Hot Springs. Plus our location in Russellville, folks. I got Magic Mark sitting here beside me. You've been buying a lot of cars. The best inventory mark in a long, long time. That's right, Bill. We've looked in every nook and cranny and we've got the best inventory we've ever had. And don't forget, we buy cars. Come shop with us where your income tax return will go further at any one of our locations located in Hot Springs and in Russellville. And as always, you can visit us online at msastore.com. Hey, crazy month last month. Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs during the Memorial Day sales event. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabin. If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well with spring rolling around to update the outside of your home. Serta Pro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal and if you're thinking about selling, get Serta Pro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Serta Pro on the case at SertaPro.com. ARCARE is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. ARCARE, so you can live your story. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialists. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-737-9455 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-737-9455. 800-737-9455. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. For the month of May, we invite you to Jones & Sons Spring Bridal Event. That's right. You're invited to take advantage of exclusive savings, extensive designer lines, and an incredible event-only diamond selection. We brought six of the world's top designers together with Jones & Sons' legendary staff of jewelers in our massive showroom to make your engagement dreams come true. Come in and see, touch, and dream while meeting with our diamond specialists and get the best pricing of the year this month only at Jones & Sons Spring Bridal Event in West Little Rock. Shop online at Jones it's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Josenberger leads at first with one away, reached on an air. Here's the 3-2 on Wagner. Josenberger taking off, hit high in the air, and struck well. Deep to right center field. Dylan Cruz going back, leaps up at the wall, and it's out of here. A two-run jack. Jared Wagner depositing his 10th bomb of the year, 41st of the season for the Hawks, and they strike first and in a hurry. On 103.7 The Buzz.
Jones on Trash Talk Thursday. And I'll tell you something we never talk trash about is Guani Chevrolet with their interest rates. It's incredible right now because you go to other places and you see those interest rates. You're like, this this is not even worth it. Why am I doing here? Well, hey, you don't have to worry about that with Guadney Chevrolet because it never rains on their parade. Across the entire Chevrolet lineup, Guadney is offering a super low 1.9%. And that's on Blazers, Equinoxes. Trailblazers, Traverses, Silverados, equipped with that powerful 2.7 Turbo Max engine. Oh, and did I mention that all those are new? Not pre-owned. New Blazers, new Equinoxes, new Silverados, all super low at 1.9%. And they're also still buying vehicles. So if you have a vehicle out there, late model vehicles that you're looking to sell, they are getting it done over there at Guadney Chevrolet. You just stop by for an appraisal, and they'll give you an offer, and they'll write you a check. If you still even owe money on the vehicle... They will pay it off. It's really that easy. You get 90 days, no payments. And they also have a great, great inventory of pre-owned vehicles. So if it's something that you're not looking for to get something new, get you something real nice from the pre-owned section there from Guatney Chevrolet. Also check out their award-winning sales and service department. that will help you out there, too. You can shop online at GuatneyChevrolet.com or just go visit them in person right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, 1301 TPY Drive. Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com, which reminds me, I got to get it. I got to schedule a, an oil change on my truck. I need to do that with Guatney. I haven't. It's like I wait till the last minute and then start getting those, uh, you know, little things popping up saying, "Yeah, hey, you're due for an oil change." It's like, ah, yeah, that's we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait on that. But no, I was like, I, I got to the point. I need to get it done. I need to make that happen. That's so. the great thing about having a new vehicle. It's going to let you know what needs to happen. The vehicle itself will let you know. Oh, it, oh, it takes it another step further. My phone lets me know because of this, the, the Chevrolet app, which is something to where when I bought the vehicle, because I got a 2020 Silverado, and I bought it from Guadney Chevrolet, and they were telling me about, hey, they got this app that you can download. I'm like, okay, well, why would I need an app for my vehicle? It's like, there's an app for that. There's yeah, an app for everything. It's, an, it's true, truly. Like, there's an app for everything. And so when I downloaded it and looked at it, I was like, wait a minute. So I can start my vehicle from anywhere I'm at in the world. Okay, and I can lock it or unlock it from anywhere I'm at in the world. And I can turn the lights on. I can, it gives me my oil change service. It'll tell me if my tire pressure is low. Like, it'll give me all the information via my phone. So, uh, yeah, that was definitely worth having. And I found myself, I don't know if you want to chalk it up to laziness, but I found myself to where I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to get a little hot outside. Let me go ahead and turn on that. Turn on that vehicle and let it get cooled down, even though I could use my remote start from my key fob. I'm just going to use it on my phone because pff, so much easier. It's the beauty of having it. I'm that's what you. it's for. It's, that's what. That's right. It's, it's, it's awesome to see that. So, uh, But, yeah, in fact, <laughs> got uh, Grant from Guatney Chevrolet. He's listening into the show. He says, want me to schedule that oil change for you? <laughs> How about that? Yes, Grant, I want you to schedule that oil change for me with Guatney Chevrolet, man. Hit me up. I know uh, the schedule's pretty tough at times, but... Uh, more open in the mornings, so if you can help me out there, man, yeah, get me, get me scheduled, man. We'll uh, we'll get it done. So good to see uh, Grant. So yeah, if you go out there to Guatney, you'll get a, a great sales staff there. And Grant, Grant being one of those guys, he's the one that sold me my truck and haven't looked back since. So go on out and see it and uh, and check it out there as well. All right, we got a few other things to get into, but let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Aug update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds. Presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union. Where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, Dave Van Horn met with the media yesterday and gave the update on Peyton Stovall's injury as well as Peyton Holt being the guy to step into his place. Yeah, you know, the good thing is is you know, he's got some experience uh, you know, the last few weeks to play and uh, he's done a really really good job for us defensively and then offensively as well, obviously. And uh, you know, so it's not like we've kind of known this was going to happen. I mean, in a way, you could kind of see it coming and then some of the tests and different things and uh so it's not like it was a shock to us. We've, we've known for a while. Also, Dave Van Horn knows what's at stake, and there's a great possibility that Arkansas could be winning the SEC West this weekend. You know, the way this season has gone as far as injuries and, you know, you have high expectations when the season starts. You lose one of your best pitchers and you lose a reliever, and 
still finding ways to win games. I've been talked one time with our team about winning the West or winning the overall, even when it got close in the last 10 days. I haven't even brought it up. Don't even talk about it. So, uh, obviously, it's hard to do. I'd love to do it. Uh, I'm not going to fall over if it doesn't happen. Uh, we're just, man, I feel great about where we're at. I'm so proud of our team, how they played uh, all season long with all the adversity and ups and downs of the injuries. Uh, but one thing, and I say it all the time, they show up every day and play hard. And, hey, if we win it, awesome. If we don't, awesome. We'll just move on get ready for, for the postseason. Well, they can't get ready for the postseason just yet because they have a big matchup against Vanderbilt starting tonight. And one of the great things about Vanderbilt is even though they're without two other pitchers, they're still a team that can get the bats going for sure. I mean, they can hit. They're obviously, the, you know, they, they've been out on the road and it hadn't gone good, but they've been really good at home. I think they're 11-1 and one at home in SEC play. So, um, you know, that's, that's always been a big advantage for them playing on that turf. And it's just a, a different setting. It's tight. It's fast. You know, we're going to have to play really well to win this series, really well. Arkansas will get first pitch tonight at 6 p.m., 5.30 pregame show starting right here on 103.7 The Buzz. And Arkansas and Vanderbilt have had a lot of great games against each other, and also Dave Van Horn and Tim Corbin uh, have had a lot of great matchups there as well. Arkansas actually leads the series 34-31, to and the last time that they met, Vanderbilt beat Arkansas in, five, in seven innings to win a series on Sunday, May 15th, back in Fayetteville of last year. They beat them 5-0, so... And try to uh, take care of business and get that going there as well. And for those of you who are wondering if it's on uh, television, it's actually going to be on the SEC Network. Not SEC Network Plus, but the SEC Network. Kind of nice how that's going to be. But it should be a great matchup and a great series between these two teams. But on the football side of things, too, we mentioned Sam Pittman. Got to talk with Randy Rainwater yesterday. Played a few clips, but definitely wanted to play this one as uh, they're still looking to add guys from the portal as they still have two scholarships available. Well, wideout is, is certainly one of them. And then I'd like to get a guy that can snap the football. I'd like to get another center. Uh, not that we're not happy with the wideouts we have or uh, the center, but uh, obviously um, our second team center right now could be Street. It could be Kudis. And, uh, you know, Kudis right now is, is one of the guys vying for a starting spot at tackle. Uh, we need somebody where we could keep him out there uh, if something happened to Bo. Arkansas did get a transfer commitment from Keon Stewart yesterday. He is a cornerback. How about that? And he was somebody who was committed to Michigan State. Played on TCU the past four years. Yes, that does include the team that played in the national championship last year. And Arkansas has added him into the mix as well. So there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We're going to take a top-of-the-hour update when we come back. Razorback baseball player Tyler Spoon is going to be joining us. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. You're not about it. I love that Kauffman by Design West has what it takes to make a big holiday weekend even bigger and better. Yeah, David, we at Kauffman proudly support our active military, first responders, and veterans, and we want to make these holiday weekends super special. You can chill and grill with our large selection of Pelican coolers or even the big green egg grills that range from size small to extra large. We can provide the home items that you need to make it a great holiday to remember. If you want to have a great holiday, check out Kauffman by Design West on Highway 10 right past Taylor Road or check them out online.